You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And it's a special edition, everybody, of the Draft Show, Locked On Lions, a special Saturday show as we recap the draft. Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on this, a Saturday, May 1st, into Sunday, May 2nd. What's going on, everybody? A lot of Lions fans impressed with what Brad Holmes did, as am I. Let's recap this draft. Let's talk about Friday and some of the surprises that went on, but grabbing three defensive players who I think hopefully will be starters and key contributors right away. And then here on Saturday, on day four, the Lions get that wide receiver they need and also get a linebacker that they need. We'll discuss all of the picks coming up momentarily here on the program on this Saturday draft edition of Locked on Lions. We are proudly today brought to you by our friends at Nugenics. Today's episode brought to you by Nugenics, the number one selling Free testosterone booster at GNC. Get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T by texting DRAFT to 231-231. Follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions, of course, and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. First things first, let's get some pronunciations out of the way because Friday was a doozy. Levi Onzerike. The big fella from Washington, the D-tackle. What about Ifatu Melifonwu from Syracuse, the cornerback? And then it's not Alam or Alam, it's Aleem McNeil, the big defensive tackle from NC State that the Lions drafted in the third round. Let's react to all of that. Let's talk about some of the undrafted uh, rookie free agents that the Lions are already looking at. One in particular that I really, or two in particular that I really like, Both come at the same uh, position, or both come from the same position, and that is the wide receiver spot. Um, You can follow us on Twitter, at Derry Speaks, at Locked On Lions, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. I don't know if I said that or not already, but uh, let's get into this. Um, First and foremost, this was Brad Holmes' maiden voyage. Holmes on Holmes, the new general manager, along with Dan Campbell, certainly John Dorsey, Ray Agnew. Uh, I'm not so sure Chris Spielman had much of a hand in this draft because let's be honest here. Chris was on 97 won the ticket the other day with Stoney and and Jansen um, uh, and and was talking about, you know, you got to build from the outside in now in this day and age of the NFL and get skill position people. And all Brad Holmes did the first couple days was just load up on linemen. And everybody kept saying, oh, uh, the Lions are going big, and and, and and I like how they're changing the cult. First of all, Matt Millen's first draft, Bob Quinn's first draft, those guys also drafted linemen and went big. The difference is with this draft, and what I like that Brad Holmes did, was he added athletes at on, on the offensive and defensive line. These aren't just big, wide bodies. They just These just aren't guys that just take up a lot of space. Uh, that that was the Quintricia way. Let's draft big linebackers. Let's draft a big defensive lineman. Let's draft big def- uh, 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 safeties, bulky guys. No, these guys are athletic. And, you know, we started talking Thursday night, the late night edition uh, of Locked On Lions after the first night about Penny Sewell. Anybody that argues that that pick is, is or says that that pick is bad uh, needs to have their head examined. 
Certainly, we'll see down the road if Justin Fields turns out to be this great quarterback that the Lions passed on, or or Rashawn Slater uh, with the Chargers. Maybe they should have taken Slater instead of Sewell. I'm telling you this. Penny Sewell at seven overall was the right pick. He loves it already being here. He was in town today going crazy, excited to be a Lion. And at 6'5", 331, with foot speed, with athleticism, and with brute strength, he's going to be your right tackle from from now until, I I would figure, eternity, until Taylor Decker retires or leaves. And he's got years left on his contract. So I like that pick a lot. No argument there. Last night, Friday night, at number 41, I tweeted this out at Derry Speaks. I, I, I couldn't believe that Notre Dame linebacker JOK and the TCU safety Trevon Morig were on the board. I thought those were two safeties, or two safeties, two starters right away that you could get, athletes at positions of need. And I figured, man, if the Lions could just grab one of those guys, uh, uh, either Jeremiah, the kid from Notre Dame, JOK as I call him, or Morig, that 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 the Lions would be golden and in business. And Detroit sort of shocked some people by taking Levi Onzurike with the uh, ninth overall pick in the second round, the 41st overall pick in the draft. 6'3", 290. And as you watch the tape, you see a guy that has a lot of speed for somebody that size. He's big, but he can really move. And he's very athletic. And I was talking to my buddy uh, Softy, Dave Softy Maller, who hosts the afternoon show at KJR in Seattle. And, and Softy's a huge Washington Huskies football fan. And he said, look, I didn't expect him to go into like the third or fourth round. But Levi's got a great attitude, a great motor. Uh, you heard him. It, it, some of you maybe followed some of the writers on Twitter with some of the quotes that Levi had about effing up people. And how he just wants to come in and, and be and be a wrecking ball. These are the kind of guys that Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes want. And top end speed again, you know, only had seven career sacks, but he's very disruptive. And he's uh, uh, um, a ball hawk for a D lineman. And so the Lions felt like, look, best player available, best player on their board, and who fit what they wanted to do was Levi Onzarike from Washington. And I, I don't have a huge gripe with it. Again, I, I, I wanted JOK, I wanted Morig. All right, I did. And the Browns traded up to go get JOK. And that kid is a monster, all right, at linebacker slash safety. I just think he's a ball player, man. And I love watching him at Notre Dame. And I hope the Lions passing on him is not going to come back to bite them. Plus, you look at the Lions defensive line and you say, wait a minute. I thought the Lions loved the depth that they had there with Brockers on the inside and Hand and Penasini and Flowers and Oquara, um, I guess not. <laughs> Remember, Brad Holmes wants to put his own furniture in his own house. And so Onzarike is his guy. Then uh, in the third round, in the, with the eighth overall pick in the third round, you'd figure, all right, now the Lions are going to get their safety. Now the Lions are going to draft their wide receiver. Please make that pick. And instead, they take another D tackle, Aleem McNeil, 6-2-3-20 out of NC State. Uh, positionally ranked the third best D tackle by Mel Kuyper. The second best D tackle he had was Onzarike. So you're figuring, here's a guy taken in the third round who some people felt was uh, um, extremely, extreme, like it was a good value pick here in the third round. Big D tackle, certainly over 300 pounds. Uh, I mentioned 320. 
which is a little bit different than Onzerike, who's 290. But this guy, again, wrecking ball, huge, low center of gravity, and, and his tape, he just knocks people over. Um, great ability to get off blocks, uh, can chase people down. If you saw his tape, this guy in high school was a running back. All right, this guy played baseball in high school and w- w- was hitting the ball in the gap and legging out doubles into triples. Uh, upside as a pass rusher, uh, all ACC this year, second team All-American. And um, McNeil made the comment the other day, he said, I really feel like we got something special brewing here and I can't wait to get going. Another excitable guy, another guy that is very excited about being here. Again, I got a question a little bit that the Lions are added two D tackles in their first three picks. But listen, the more I think about it, this team got its ass kicked at the line of scrimmage for years under Matt Patricia and his band of renowned awful defensive coordinators. Right? Just terrible. So now you look at it and you go, they're they're building from within. They're starting at the point of attack, the line of scrimmage. They've got their O-line set. Now their D-line, if you really look at it, is stacked. And this puts pressure on guys like Penasini and Hand and Kevin Strong and all these guys to go, look, if you don't perform, uh, you're going to be you're gonna be cut because we're drafting guys to replace you. And so I, I, I'm impressed. I get it. I do like it, and I do see where the uh, Lions are going. Um, with this with this maneuver. With their second, third-round pick last night, um, I mentioned it before, they took the big cornerback, uh, Ifatu Melifonwu from Syracuse. Um, again, I have a little bit of familiarity with him. See, I'm a huge Syracuse basketball fan. I barely watch Syracuse football. So, like, I had to hit up my Syracuse people about it. But here's a guy, 6'3", all right? 6'3", cornerback, 205, but size, speed, Good ball hawking skills. He got picked on a lot this past year, and he gave up some big plays. But remember, he's coming from a Syracuse program that's been god-awful for years. And so, you know, he he was an all-ACC guy, um, third-team all-ACC, 88 career tackles, 19 passes defended, three interceptions, and is going to come in and battle with Amani Oruarie for that opposite corner spot. He can play on the outside. Uh, there's some talk that maybe they would like to move him to safety. Um, and and, and Bradholm said that'll be uh, up to Aaron Glenn if that's something that he wants to do. Um, but this is a guy with good skills, and I like the pick. Again, I was thinking last night, Jamar Johnson maybe, the safety from Indiana, except he, didn't, he slipped to the fifth round. Um, maybe a wide receiver here. But instead, they take uh, Melifonwu, and I get it, and I like it, all right? That's three of their first four picks on defense, all at positions of need. Am I a little bit surprised they didn't take a safety at all in this draft? Sure, but maybe, just maybe, this kid from Syracuse could move to safety. Uh, But he's good in press coverage. He's played some man. He's played some zone um, and uh, is a good football player. So I like that pick very much for the Lions. Let's talk about today's draft picks. We will do that. Uh, coming up next, first, this episode brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana. 
10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement or Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They are the perfect way to bring light into her life. All right, they're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. All right, if you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around long, so find them uh, right now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. And hey, Lions fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text draft to, uh, draft to 231231. All right, that's D-R-A-F-T to 231231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Text now. They'll include the bottle of Nugenics Thermo 2, the most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help get you back into shape absolutely for free. Text DRAFT to 231231. That's DRAFT. 231231 message and data rates data rates may apply all right so today the lions got back at it and uh i love the aggressiveness of brad holmes this was very interesting today we knew they had the seventh pick in the fourth round today and um you know you just you, you had a feeling that they were going to go wide receiver and to go out and get Amon Ross St. Brown from USC, I think is a steal. This kid, if you watched any USC games, now again, Pac-12 football, they play no defense. All right, none. And this kid by no means is a speed burner by any stretch of the imagination. And he's not Calvin Johnson at 6'5 either. But this dude makes plays, man, and makes big catches. Six foot. 197 pounds, was a captain at, at, at USC last year, wins the 50-50 balls, makes big plays. I think there was a game last year against Washington State. Guy had like four touchdowns in the first half. Um, tremendous player. And to get that wide receiver in the early stages of the fourth round, I really like it. Um, we know the Lions wide receiver room needs a lot of help. I'm not thrilled with what they have there and what they got in free agency. I thought it was meh, but this kid can play. Amon Ra St. Brown. Um, good pick. I liked it. Um, good hands. Again, not a speed burner. Not a, not, not really all that quick. Um, not going to burn you on the outside. But I think he's a winner. And he's tough. And makes plays. So I like this pick too. I know it sounds like a broken record. But I like this kid. And I've seen him play. And I thought it was cool. Then the Lions decide they wanted a, a linebacker right here, right now. So they trade a fourth-round pick next year, and their fourth-round pick, um, I should say their, hold on, the Lions traded their fifth-round pick, excuse me, fifth-round pick, and um, their fourth-round pick that they, uh, yeah, their fifth-round pick and next year's future for to move up um, a half-dozen spots, a handful of spots right away to get the next pick in the uh, fourth round. So going back-to-back, that's where Cleveland was drafting. So they trade next year's number four to Cleveland, uh, the number five this year, and they get a seventh-round pick back 
and this pick from the Browns, and they take Derek Barnes, the inside linebacker from Purdue. If you've watched Derek Barnes play, run sideline to sideline. Bigger guy at 240, but but with some speed, and as a chase down linebacker is pretty good. Good size, long arms, can run a little bit. Um, also can play in coverage. Not the greatest against the run. But again, what line linebackers have been good against the run the last few years um, isn't great against the run. But they view him, the Lions do, as someone that can really help on special teams. Also can kind of flash as a pass rusher and can actually cover somebody uh, out of the backfield. Hey, what do you know? A Lions linebacker in coverage, guarding tight ends and running backs. So I like it. The Lions got aggressive and traded up with the Browns to grab their fourth-round pick in exchange for a, uh, a number five and a number four next year, and they got a number seven this year. So Derek Barnes, the linebacker, and you guys know how I feel about linebackers, um, that the Lions needed to go out and get. And they got him, uh, and they were aggressive in doing so. But, you know, he, here we are with, and I haven't even gotten to, to Jamar Jefferson yet, the running back, but, you know, the Lions needed – a corner or safety. They got him. They needed help on the D-line. They got him. They needed a linebacker. They went out and went up and traded and got aggressive and did that. Um, so I like it. Um, I like it a lot. So there's Derek Barnes coming to the Lions um, in the fourth round. So no number five. So the Lions had to wait until the third last pick in this entire draft um, to select Jermar Jefferson, a running back out of Oregon State who was ranked as the 10th uh, best running back by Mel Kuyper Jr. Uh, in this draft. Now, some people had very high grades for Jefferson, like higher, or expecting him to go in the fourth or fifth round, and he went in the seventh round. Uh, very efficient, uh, good cutback speed, good balance, um, not great after the catch when he's caught, caught passes. He's not somebody that's really ultra-elusive, but he's a bigger back um, that, that, that can move around a little bit. And for a seventh round pick, for a guy that had maybe a fourth or fifth round uh, uh, grade and value, I have no problem with this um, at all. Let's add some more depth to that running back room and see what you got with Jamar Jefferson. Um, You know, to me, you got to add more wide receivers to that room. And the Lions are doing that with their uh, UDFAs, with their undrafted free agents. And we'll tell you about that momentarily. But... um, I like this uh, pick of Jamar Jefferson. I have no issue with it. It's a seventh-round pick. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, um, you know, uh, it's a bad pick or a good pick or a, there was somebody there I wanted. We're talking about seventh-round picks here. But all in all, grabbing a running back that many people thought, um, you know, really could could play and, and, and get some things done when it comes to, uh, you know, breaking some tackles, having some speed. I have no problem with that at all. Uh, the Lions need help really pretty much in all areas. And I think I, I, they addressed pretty much every spot um, that they needed to. I, I still think they need some safeties, and I'm not so sure that the, 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 the Q's cornerback um, is going to be a safety. But this is a team um, that is going to take some time in needing to develop skill position players and addressing the bigs up front with Sewell and the two D tackles is is something that I, I completely understand. And I like that Brad Holmes is doing, and he wants to be a more physical team. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that they're a bigger team and that, oh, the Lions went big. No, they got big guys, okay? They did get um, um, 
you know, offensive linemen and defensive linemen. But you know what they really did best? They got athletes. They got guys that are athletic. The Lions have been such an unathletic team for the last few years, especially up front on that D-line with way too many big guys that can't move and linebackers that can't move. And if you want to talk about wide receivers, Jonathan Adams Jr., uh, the kid from Arkansas State that nobody expected to be um, uh, on the board as a UDFA, immediately signed with the Lions, which I thought was good. And Sage Surratt, the wide receiver from Wake Forest, who I could not believe didn't get drafted, signed with the Lions too as a couple of UDFA. So you got St. Brown, you got Jonathan Adams, and Sage Surratt. Uh, who's a, a big receiver and got a, has a lot of talent. I would have loved Wap Fillior from, from, from Indiana. Huge fan of Wops. I thought that kid was so good in the Big Ten the last couple of years. Uh, and I haven't seen where he signed yet as a UDFA, but um, the Lions addressing the wide receiver spot. At that, There's plenty of guys, undrafted rookie free agents, that have made teams coming from uh, uh, as a wide receiver. It's a luxury pick. I, I, I get why the Lions spent a fourth round pick on St. Brown, but didn't need to necessarily go out and get um, other wide receivers in the draft. They waited um, until they got to the UDFA spot and get Surratt and Adams, and I like it. So I get it. I get what the Lions are doing. It's going to be a process. It's going to take time. With, with Everything else does uh, when you're doing a rebuild. But I got to give this draft, I don't know, A minus, B plus. I hate putting a letter grade on it, but I like what they did. Uh, you know, if JOK turns out to be an unbelievable defensive player for the Browns or, or, or Morig, who went, I think, two slots after um, the Lions took Levi to the Raiders, um, if those guys turn out to be studs, yeah, we, we can second guess because I think the Lions still need a starting safety to go next to Tracy Walker. And I love JOK, but I, you know, I think overall, Brad Holmes and his staff did a heck of a job. I truly believe that. I think it was a well done uh, operation by this group, and we'll dive deeper into it um, on Monday and, and and talk about the UDFAs and and everything else. But I like what they did. I'm happy with it. I really am. All right, before we wrap up, what about Built Bar? They are the best. All right, the best tasting protein bar ever. All right, my daughter's with me right now. She knows about Built Bars. She doesn't want it. She's making a face, but she knows. All right, I had my <laughs> uh, uh, chocolate, uh, my my uh, cookie dough chunk Built Bar today, uh, and it's the best. They are the best. New and improved Built Bars, 18 amazing flavors: uh, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp are the six newer ones. I love them all. Covered in 100% chocolate, soft, easy to chew. They're healthy for you. I mean, like, you get the cookies and cream built bar, it's only 130 calories. Hello? That's it. 17 grams of protein. You know you're a lock to have a great day when you have a built bar to start your day. Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. All right, wrapping up Locked On Lions for this special Saturday edition. Shout out to this front office. I think they did a heck of a job. I do. Uh, I'm excited to see what these wrecking balls can do up front on the D-line. I love Amon Ross St. Brown. I do. Melifonwu is a good football player. So 
this was a good this was a good job by Brad Holmes in his first draft. Now let's see what else they do in free agency from here on out. If they spend more money, if there are any June one cuts, and um, for another year, by the way, not a quarterback, no quarterback drafted uh, by the Detroit Lions. We'll talk to you again on Monday, everybody, on this special Saturday edition. Thanks for listening.